Uh, you're listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. And today I want to discuss the concept of becoming a creative leader. Now, we talk about this leadership, 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 and leadership's probably an overused word. You know, I um, often use the uh, video dancing from a, um, Lessons from a Dancing Guy. If nobody has seen it, can I tell you? YouTube, Lessons from a Dancing Guy. Three minutes that tells you and um, walks you through what a leader really is and isn't um, by watching a video that occurs. Um, and can I tell you, it's very impressive. So dan- uh, Lessons from a Dancing Guy on YouTube, three minutes. And can I tell you, give you some great insights to what a leader is and what a leader isn't. But um, today I want to discuss about becoming a creative leader, because to me, the best leaders are those that stand beside or behind their people. They don't stand out in front, commandeering, calling, yelling. They stand beside or they stand behind. Now, one of the great analogies I love using, whilst they don't stand beside or behind, they actually stand in front, is the conductor of an orchestra. If you look at the conductor of an orchestra, again, whilst they stand in front, not beside or behind, you watch how limited the movements are, however, how powerful. The conductor sees the people perform amazingly, masters of their crafts, the best ensemble of, you know, drummers, percussion, woodwind, flutes, clarinets, all the rest of it. It's been a while since I've been in a concert band, right? Year seven, actually. I was a lead drummer. Just some information there for you. However, concert bands, conductors, think about the conductor as a leader. Very minimal movements, standing at the front. However, guiding the band seamlessly, but with great conviction. Now, becoming a creative leader, can I tell you, yesterday's leadership skills won't work in the today's fast-moving and evolving world, especially post-COVID. Forget it. Yesterday's leadership skills are gone. It's all about evolving, right? Especially now, not only are we in the fast-moving world, we're in a COVID world. And can I tell you that the leadership of the future is all about creativity. It's only creative leaders that are going to have great vision. They're going to be empathetic. They're the people that are going to succeed. So it's going to be about vision and it's going to be about empathy. And these are the leaders that are going to bring out the best in their people. And as a leader, that's your responsibility, is to provide a vision, provide the parameters, and then build your people to succeed. That, to me, is a very simplistic explanation of what a leader is. And as I say, the best leaders lead from beside or behind. And that is by providing great vision, parameters, and building their people to be amazing. So five things I want to talk to you about that have helped me succeed as a creative leader to date. And remember that I'm always evolving. At 45 years of age, I'm never standing still. Every day I work on being better than yesterday. And I wouldn't call myself a great leader. Right? I'm a student of life, learning to be the best that I can be. And every day getting better and better. So let me share five things that I believe you need to do to succeed as a creative leader. Firstly, instead of commanding people, you need to coach your people. I see so many people giving commands, shouting orders, I'm the boss, you will listen. This is not going to take your team towards success. Coaching your team. I find myself, whilst it's difficult, whilst you're repetitive, whilst sometimes you think people don't get it, whilst sometimes you think you're being a parent and all the rest of it, my job as a leader is to actually coach my team. 
I say to my team, my job is to actually coach you, not tell you what to do. And if I'm telling you what to do, I don't have the right people. However, if I'm coaching you, then I'm taking what's great about you and, you know, guiding you to get better. The next thing is don't manage people. You know, I don't try not to manage people, especially micromanage. If I need to micromanage, again, I have the wrong people. I need to help facilitate them. What I need to do is help guide, to support, to to show them that they have that mechanism beside them to help them when they need. I help people discover themselves. You need to work with your people to find out who their best self is. You know, where can they get better at personal, professional, family? So it's not about managing people, it's about facilitating. It's about being a positive influence in their life. It's about guiding and, and, and helping steer them into the right direction, sharing your experiences, you know, with them, providing solutions when they need it, you know, praising them when they do great things, but also telling them when they're not so that there's no pent up, built up anger. It really is about facilitating people, not managing people. And, and whilst the f- word facilitate could sound clinical, facilitate actually she means guiding beside you know assist help versus manage which to me is about dictating you know manipulating so that's the difference just to clarify the third one is to cultivate respect and the best way to cultivate respect is you've got to give it you've got to earn it anyone that's demanding respect because of hierarchy is not going to achieve it that's what we call a false economy you need to cultivate respect by giving it. We've all heard about, you know, lead by example. You know, well, you lead by example so that people respect you because you give respect, right? Demanding respect ain't going to get people to respect you. It's only called temporary respect, which is a false economy. Respect to me is earned. You need to earn people's respect. I need to earn people's respect. They need to earn my respect. And the moment that that happens, then magic starts to happen. The next one is know how to manage both success and failure. And I say to people, we're only as good as our weakest link. So whilst it's great that some of us might be doing amazing things, what are we doing to help those that are not succeeding right now? And we're only as good as our last mistake. So we can do 10 things great, but if one thing's not, we're only as good as our last thing. So how are we working on being better today than yesterday? So that we're both addressing and managing not just the success, but also our failure. And in order to become a creative leader, you've got to celebrate success, but you've got to address failure. You've also got to have, um, you know, accountability. Not only be accountable when things go right, you've got to be accountable when things go wrong. And, and that's what I mean by managing success and failure. You can't just celebrate the success. You've also got to address the failure. You can't just be accountable when it's success. You've got to be accountable when there's failure. And this is what makes creative leaders. They are, they do both very, very well. And the final one is be gracious. Always be humble about your successes where possible. You know, when I built Debella Coffee and we became the biggest in the country, we got a lot of accolades, a lot of awards and people praising. I was always very humble and as humble as I could be by saying the success is the team success. I'm just the person that stands out the front and waves the wand like a conductor. It's the team that creates the magic. And that was me being gracious, me being humble, that understanding that me alone, can you imagine a conductor at the front of a band standing there and conducting and no one's playing an instrument? That would have been me without great team. No amazing company has just a great leader. Amazing companies have great leaders because they have great people. And that's something that I really want to highlight in this you know, flashcast is that a great leader is actually the byproduct of great people. 
Right? So if you want to become a great leader, you need to become a creative leader. If you want to be a creative leader, you've got to make sure that you follow those five steps. Don't command, coach. Don't manage people, facilitate them. Earn respect, not demand respect. Address and manage both success and failure. And always be gracious and humble. These are the five things that have helped me become a leader of sub-substance. And again, every day I'm working on being the best that I can be. Till next time, go and be the best you can be. You've been listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. (laughs) 